to the D2 Nation podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Wayne Cavati, and joining me, as always, is the unparalleled Bethany Bowman. We hope you had a Merry Christmas, enjoyed a nice little break, but now it's back to business. This is a nice little three-week span where we can actually breathe as D2B reporters, right? The, the fall season is complete, baseball and softball really won't turn it up for a few more weeks, and we could focus on some basketball. So let's flip it over to a former collegiate basketball player herself, the great Bethany Bowman. Welcome back, partner. Thanks. Good to be back. And unfortunately for me, my college basketball career wasn't as quite as high quality as our guest today. So really excited to have her on. But we'll turn our attention now to women's basketball and Lubbock, Texas. Since 2016, Lubbock Christian has won three national championships in just five tries, two of those times going undefeated. Oh, and by the way, LCU has only been postseason eligible in D2 since 2016. So joining us today is one of the leaders of the two-time defending champions, Allie Schulte. Welcome to the nation, Allie. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're glad we're here. But, you know, before we, we jumped on, we, we told you, we know, this is your rest time, the few little rest days you have in this crazy season. So we appreciate you, you jumping on with us. But, um, you know, whenever we have these student athletes on the show, we like to start at the beginning because we find that makes the most sense. Uh, your, your SID, Chris, Dew told us that your high school team won 24 state titles and looking at your bio and seeing all those MVPs you earned, we were able to figure out you're a large part of that. So obviously there were eyes on you. What was the recruiting process like and how did you wind up at Lubbock Christian? Um, well, to be honest, I didn't really think about college basketball at all. Um, but I was, I'm related to Nicole Hampton, who was on the first uh, national championship team. So I knew about LCU. Uh but I just never really thought about playing in college. And then coach Gomez and the assistant at the time came to a practice. And that day, my high school coach was like, uh, Oh, LCU coaches are going to be watching practice today. And I was like, okay, why? (laughs) And, uh, they told me after practice, they liked what they saw. Um, I went on an unofficial visit and loved the girls, loved the gym, loved the, just the program altogether and I never really gave any other school a chance really every other school school that reached out I was pretty much sold on LCU so it wasn't a hard decision for me I mean and you were visiting around the time they were going 35 and 0 and winning a national championship right so that's a pretty good time for you to make your visit I bet yeah my unofficial visit was the day before they left for the elite eight I believe oh wow that's crazy yeah (laughs) And as we said in the intro, what this program has done in such a short time is almost unthinkable. What is it about head coach Steve Gomez that makes him so special and gets this program to succeed? Um, He's just a really genuine guy. He cares about, he truly cares about each and every player, whether you play the most minutes or you never see the floor. And uh, I just think that no matter your performance, he still cares about you. And that takes a lot of pressure off as a player for sure. Cause you're not trying to please him. Like most schools are the players are just trying to please their coach, which mm-hmm. obviously it helps. But I think uh, our main word this year is grace. And I think he's the perfect example for that. He shows a lot of grace. Yeah. But obviously, you know, as a D2 beat reporter, I've spoken to him quite a few times over the last few years. He's definitely a very, he's humble about everything that's come to them. I remember 
uh, I think they played UConn right after they won the first national championship. And he was like, it was the greatest 50 point loss I ever had in my life. You know, <laughs> just like taking yeah. everything and making it so great. Um, but um, so let's talk about that. You know, you, you've won two championships in a row um, with, with a program like this is a championship or bust. Uh, and especially when you look at the roster, because you have so many familiar faces with you still to this day. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's the goal every year. And uh, we try not to look too far in the future all the time. He always writes on the board every game, 1-0. and And so just go 1-0 and that day. And we try not to think about it, but it's pretty much always in the back of our minds. I mean, you and the men's team reach number one in the polls. It's it's there's no way to escape it when you're at, at that level. I don't think it's just always on, uh, on your shoulder. I would imagine. For sure. It's nice to have the confidence that everyone has in us and just expects us to win all the time. That's nice, but it's a lot of pressure. For all those potential D2 student athletes or even current ones, honestly, what is the best advice coach Gomez or any coach has given you? Um, I think the best advice or slogan I think that coach Gomez says he always says you're not that important (laughs) uh, I just love that because it's an easy way to humble yourself you don't have a good game who cares you're not that like you're not that important and so I think that's just something that I always remind myself to not be so hard on myself because I mean basketball is a huge part of my life but it's not my life yeah that is I like that line um, one thing we, we forgot to mention, you know, it, it, as if Lubbock Christian doesn't have enough accolades as it is, you, you also hate to lose at home, right? You have this 95 game winning streak at the Rip Griffin Center. What makes it so tough to beat you there? Uh, our fan base is awesome. Obviously, we have so many supporters that we don't even know, really, um, everyone comes and says good game to us after and we have no idea who they are. (laughs) So that, yeah, that's, that definitely helps, but uh, obviously it's an honor and a privilege to play there and play for those fans and to keep that record going, I guess. But uh, it's not really something that we talk about or think about. It's not a priority, I guess, like coach Gomez says, want to know that day. Um, But I think the higher that number gets, the more it's in our heads, but we just try to play our best and show our fans that we can be the best team there. You have seen two different conferences in your time as a chef. You have obviously seen different teams along your tournament journeys. Have you seen any changes in the D2 women's basketball landscape as far as the way, you know, the game's played and um, how teams basically try and figure out how to beat you? Um, I think the one thing that I would say would be just the skill level has risen, I guess. Um, I think a lot of people, a lot more people now put more emphasis on like the ability to score one-on-one and just your basic skill level. And I've seen more and more teams have that, but I've also seen the loss of fundamentals, I would say. And that's something that we base our whole program around we're not the all like none of us are going to be more athletic than the team that we're playing but um so I think that's a reason why we're so successful is because we're extremely fundamental but 
I would say that would be the biggest change that I've seen. Yeah. And, you know, what sticks out to you the most about being a D2 student athlete? I was one myself and, uh, you know, I, the answer has been pretty across the board and universal for a lot of the people we've had on the show, wouldn't you say, Wayne? But uh, what is it for you, Allie, that makes D2 so special? Uh, I would just say it's the perfect balance between basketball and your life. Uh, you still have a life other than basketball. Uh, your breaks are a little longer. You get your summers. Uh, this year for Christmas, we had, I think, like 11 days, which was crazy. And most D1s are like four, if even. And so I just think it's the perfect balance. And it's still enough to keep you keep you going, keep you motivated. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, well done so far, Allie. But, but now is when the real fun begins, okay? <laughs> it's time for the D2 Nation hot seat. So hopefully you're ready. Um, Yes. Bethany, let's get it started. Okay, we'll start off pretty easy, like usual. Uh, what's your favorite basketball team, and who's your favorite player? Uh, basketball team, I would, I guess I'd say the Lakers. I'm a LeBron fan, so anywhere he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you've had, to, you've had to switch up the teams a couple times over the years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, rank these in order of addiction ready twitter snapchat tiktok instagram uh snapchat tiktok instagram twitter really it's been back and forth between snapchat and and tiktok it it seems like it goes back and forth but those are definitely the two dominating dominating trends is there like a an artist or a page that you um watch a lot on any of those that you're addicted to on any of those platforms or is it like LeBron? TikTok, I would say it's just this random girl named Beth Ann. She's just really funny. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. Do you follow uh, LeBron on TikTok? He does like the Taco Tuesday stuff. Yes. Is that TikTok or Twitter? I don't know. Some Something. He, But that was really funny last year, I thought. I love that. I actually got a shirt that said Taco Tuesday with LeBron. <laughs> so. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. What is, switching gears a little bit here, what is your biggest fear? Oh, my biggest fear. I honestly don't really have any. I would say drowning. That is a good one. Yeah. I hate flying. It's my, and I have to do it so much for my job. Oh, I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this one, we've, we've had a wide array of answers to this. Some people have been um, kind of called out because their teammates didn't realize what was going on in their headphones. So what do you listen to pregame to get pumped up um, before the action starts? Uh, My go-to song is Cinderella Man by Eminem. I like it. I know Eminem. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) A little throwback, but gets me going. So yeah. If you had the choice of having the ability to fly or to be invisible, which would you choose? Uh, invisible. Okay. Okay. Why, why, why is that? Uh, I don't know. I like to, I like to prank people. So I think that would be a good way to do that. <laughs> that would be a great way. Oh, uh, you got to Okay. We got to get you invisible and we got to get your Snapchat camera set up and we're just going to prank people. um tell us your greatest strength as a teammate but also tell us your greatest weakness 
my greatest strengths would be probably vocally I'm pretty loud um so I think I have a lot to offer there and then weakness I would say I don't have a lot of grace on the basketball court I just (laughs) expect everyone to be perfect even when I'm not so that's that would be my weakness I mean, I would imagine after, you know, going through everything that you've been to and all the wins and all the championships, you kind of get to that point and, yeah. and it's, it's easily and quickly forgiven by your teammates when it happens. Yes. <laughs> well, um, thank you for joining us, Allie. Uh, it was, it was really fun to sit down and talk to you and, and talk about the, the number one uh, Lubbock Christian Shaps and, and good luck the rest of the way. And remember, D2 Nation, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and just about anywhere else you want to listen. Give us a follow, have a happy new year, and we'll see you next week on the D2 Nation.